Come in. Hey, man, I'm sorry I'm late. The train's Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of work. Employee of the Month with Katie Lazarus, the talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I'm really excited on this episode because I love having musical guests on, but particularly uh, Will Chef of Ockerville River because you get to hear his beautiful music as well as um, him talking. And I think it's a nice combo and, and we'll, ha- we'll have him back uh, for a longer interview. Um, I did include his movie on it just so you can hear the music from it. But in order to see that, as well as his illustration, I strongly encourage you to go to his website. Um, you can go to Ockerville River um, or check out Will Chef. Um, but Ockerville River is spelled O-K-K-E-R-V-I-L and then River. All right, I'll spell it. R-I-V-E-R. Um, they just released uh, Black Sheep Boy. They actually just released the 10th anniversary deluxe edition um, 10 years ago. That was an album which really put them on the map. And this one um, includes a lot of unreleased materials, um, as well as um, a beautiful essay in the liner notes um, by Will. Anyway, you'll hear from our interview, and you'll hear his beautiful music and understand why it is so easy to adore Ockerville River. Here we go. Um, So you are on Obama's uh, public iTunes playlist. Yeah, it was crazy, crazy thing. Here he is it listening is. to you. Kanye Snapchatted me a picture of yeah. him holding Obama. When I saw that picture you. for the first time, I was like, "That's crazy." I, I didn't realize he was so young. Yeah, Obama's but, a, he's a, he was yeah. a, our very young president. No, it was it's a crazy, crazy thing. You know, we when we were working on that song, it's a song called "Down Down the Deep River" that was on our last record, and when we were working on it. It's, you know, I had no idea that president, like the leader of the free world, would be listening to this song. I probably, like, would have put more effort into the song if I had known that. <laughs> but, but uh, you know how, like, have you ever seen that famous picture of, like, um, fat, scary, like, uh, gun-toting Elvis, like, shaking Nixon's hand? No. There's, like, a famous picture of Nixon and Elvis shaking hands. It's sort of like a kitschy picture that you'd see at a kitschy bar or Wait. something. And I was like, "That's I'm joining the ranks of like fat Elvis. So you're you know? Elvis and, and Obama's I would Nixon? definitely be fat Elvis in that I'm going to see equation. how long you last on I think uh, of myself playlist. as fat Elvis, uh, I know. Fat Elvis a lot. <laughs> I'm going to see how long you last on Obama's playlist after you just uh, made the analogy between him and Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was I was leaning on the fat Elvis as being me side of things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's not Nixon-esque. He's not yet. Yeah. Yeah. We still have a couple more months. Yeah, yeah. He should. He could. He could go all the way there in a very short period of time. And why not? Um, you have been a professional singer since you were a, a very young age, and we got this from Star Search. I want um, yeah, everyone is, to see. Oh, yes. This is one of his very first performances, a very serious professional production. It was. Uh, yeah, this is the high point. Um, and it's going to be coming to us. <laughs> Actually, this is the high point. Two seconds. That's you, Will. Remember when Fraulein Maria wanted to feel better? She used to sing that song, remember? Yes. The 
This is Meriden Community Theater. Town of 350 people. because Maria Von Trapp is not there anymore, so we're singing the song. Now, here I turned my back on the audience. It was a Miles Davis move. Which one is you? I'm, well, I just, I'm right there, like, moping. Do you see Oh, that bowl cut. There? I see it. The, yeah, bowl, the bowl, bowl cut on the right. Still the same haircut. And then, shooter. Yeah. and then the... Um, this is like a reprise of the earlier part of it when everybody was happy the first time it happens. Now we're trying to cheer ourselves up. And then my second grade teacher, who was playing Maria Von Trapp, surprises us and shows up. I thought I'd cut it off, and then I don't feel. But <laughs> and that's your, that's your first singing performance. That's, that was my first ever singing performance that I ever did. How, yeah. did, the, how did that prepare you to sing with Lou Reed? <laughs> well, you know what? It's a similar feeling of validation because, you know, when I was a kid, you, everything is smaller and every achievement that's small feels big. Literally, when I got that role for Kurt in The Sound of Music in my 350-person town, which in reality, I was probably guaranteed a role just by virtue of being a kid in the town, but I didn't know that. But my mom woke me up, and we, she danced me around the room. We were laughing and cheering. And so I felt that way when I found out that Lou Reed was like a fan. We, his manager was like, Lou wants you to produce this next record and all this stuff. That didn't come to pass, but that was like a crazy, crazy thing because I'm, I'm not a conventional singer. Um, and everybody would be like, they didn't want to say it to my face, but like they didn't like the way I sang, right? They, they were unsure. They were unsure if I was good. And the people who did like the way I sang were like, well, it's like Lou Reed or Neil Young. There's like these voices that are distinctive. And um, once you get used to it, it's like a thing you come to really like. And it just so happened that I was, Lou Reed was kind of like my idol. He was like my total, complete hero. It's kind of one of those, um, the president thing that you just don't expect it to happen. You don't expect like the specific guy who you specifically idolize to, to become such a big fan of your music, to like tell you that how much he believes in what you're doing, and it was crazy. I had the exact same experience with Obama and Lou Reed, so it's, it is, yeah. it's incredible. And Kanye. Um, and Kanye, Carrying baby Lou Reed. He's who Snapchatted me that photo of you guys. Um, now, you have had this wonderful album um, out called um, the Black Sheep Bay, and, sorry, Black Sheep Boy. <laughs> I just moved it to a bay. Yeah. Um, and it's coming, you're doing... A reprise? Yeah, it came out 10, ten years, years ago. So we're doing like a 10-year anniversary thing with some shows in New York and Boston and D.C. and all that stuff, you know. And I wanted to um, talk a little bit about the movie that you're doing in addition to it because, you know, you have, you're about to have seven albums with your next That's one coming right, out in 2016, yeah. but um, this is your debut film. In doing a debut film, 
what propelled you? What is wrong with you that you said, okay, I'm going to also direct it, edit it, do the music for it, star in it, and write it? I didn't star in it, but okay. I'm glad you think I'm 12 oh, yes. years old. Yes, that's true. Um, these young boys in it, yeah. Yeah, no, I... I the, Mine the last... is starring. What is wrong with you that propelled you to direct, edit, write, and compose the music for? Well, you know, when I worked on our last record, it was a lot about childhood and nostalgia and pop culture and 80s pop culture and not specifically about the 80s, but about the way that pop culture kind of um, gets in your head when you're a kid and you read into it more than you maybe should. And the way friendships become these kind of passionate stand-ins for love relationships and the way the way that you can never go back to that time and, and it becomes kind of more and more locked away as you move through time. And I guess I, I, I really... Um, as an artist, I really like to try to do different things. You know, I like to like, I, I've done writing, I've done like uh, drawing stuff, I've done cultural uh, criticism kind of writing. Um, and I'd always wanted to do films. In fact, that's what I started out wanting to do. I decided that I didn't have enough money to do it. But this was basically, I kind of was able to use the, some of the label's money to make this 45 minute kind of 80s art film that's based on the song that, that was the Obama song that, that uh, was on the playlist and everything. So let's see a clip from that film. It's called Down, Down the Deep River. So many rivers. There we go. Oh, oh my God. It is. Oh, wow. That's, that's me a- right there. See? <laughs> I felt like that. He actually looks pr- pretty damn good. Obama you guys, we looks different. To, we need to give a hand to our tech who just came up with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. amazing. That was good. I thought Michael drew that. <laughs> grandmother's sewing kit. It's amazing. There was this kind of weird like trying to do a, <laughs> trying to do like a weird 80s movie remake of your childhood which feels like super self-important to do in this weird way. It just but, sounds traumatizing to me. Like oh, the idea crazy. of like putting braces back on is just yeah, like a, a and, bad idea. Yeah and it's idea. scary. It's, it's scary and sad because it makes you think about 
how these times are gone and like what's wrong with you that you're trying to resurrect them in such an expensive and elaborate way. And I, and I wanted people to feel that kind of like what's wrong with this guy? Like he must hurt a lot about missing his childhood to want to like remake it like that. Um, but it was also a way of kind of like letting go of the hurt of, you know what I mean? Did it for you? Yeah. You know, I feel like zero... The, it's funny, my childhood used to be this thing where I would um, be so sad that it was gone. It was like a that part of nostalgia that's actually pain, you know, that's actually like torturing you kind of. And uh, it was awful. And that part is gone. And now it's just this like friendly... Teddy Ruxpin that like says nice things to me. It's just like a friendly friend. So sweet. It's not a torturing thing anymore. Teddy Ruxpin <laughs> is my friend. And and who is this my friend too? Who was the other guy? There was another guy. I remember. And, I, da, da, da. All right. Chucky. My buddy. Chucky. My buddy. My buddy. Oh, yeah. my, my, buddy, buddy. And yeah. my buddy. My buddy and my buddy and me. Okay. Um. I we are going to do a longer interview on the podcast, but I would like to have you do one more yeah. song. Is that okay? Yes. Um, and while we do that, I would like to show a beautiful drawing. I mean, he's not kidding about being a, a polymath, or I'm not kidding about saying that um, Will Chef is a polymath. This is a, a drawing he did, um, and I really encourage you to check out his website, willchef.com. Well, Oakerville River, actually, if you go there, and you'll see all his stuff. Okay, good. Yeah, that's an uh, interpretation of that album that came out 10 years ago, uh, my version of the cover. The song's called A Stone. It's from that record. Hot breath, rough skin, warm laughs and smiling, loveliest words whispered in men. You like all these things Though you like all these things Will you love a stone? You love a stone Because it's smooth And it's cold And you'd love most To be told That it's all your own You love white veins You love hard gray the heaviest weight, the clumsiest shape, the earthiest smell, and the hollowest tone. You love a stone. Shouldering the blame, we are pulling pebbles out of the 
miles ago And you're out singing songs While I'm down shouting names And the frivolous Going fucking insane Am I losing my cool? Overstating my case? Well, honey, what can I say? That I was a stone And you love a stone You love white veins You love hard gray The heaviest weight The clumsiest shame The earthiest smile The hollowest tone You love a Serious cross pen, as well as some 
some uh, ear ear plugs so that you don't lose your hearing. Don't ever lose your beautiful voice and your gorgeous lyrics. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, one more hand for Will Chef. Isn't that music beautiful? Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Alex Siner and Superfine Audio for putting this together. And go to employeeofthemonthshow.com to find out about who's coming up on the next live shows. You should come anyways. That's the fun of it. There's always surprise guests anyway. Um, there's always just surprises. And it's a real uh, pleasure to do this, even though it is a freaking labor of love, as is most things that are worth it. But this is mine. So uh, thank you for being a part of it. And thank you all for the donations as well. I, I It means a great deal. Uh, all right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay.